Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I'm Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Two nights a week on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I'm considering this one. What did the ICMR's zero survey really tell us? It's day 242 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. and we are reporting 6,047,690 cases with 95,075 deaths two weeks ago the indian council for medical research finally published the long delayed findings of its first national zero surveillance survey designed to estimate the extent of the spread of the sars cov2 virus as of early may The survey found a zero prevalence of 0.73% at the time but the paper also raised many questions. Some weeks ago I interviewed Dr Manoj Murhekar director of the National Institute of Epidemiology about the zero survey on dengue that he led in 2019. He was also the lead author on this SARS-CoV-2 zero survey right now and I spoke to him again about it. So the first thing I wanted to ask him about was something Professor Gautam Menon, the professor of biology and physics at Ashoka University, who I had on on an earlier episode to talk about modeling, brought up. Even though the ICMR survey appears to divide the country into districts with low and high reported cases and then take a sample for the zero survey, there's actually very little difference in the zero prevalence of districts classified as having zero detected cases. and those classified as having high detected cases so so uh, one of the things i wanted to ask is that i was surprised to see that between the districts with zero cases and between the districts with high number of cases the uh, adjusted uh, zero prevalence difference was very small so yeah. is there some thinking about why this would be the case what we mentioned i mean what we found that uh, the categorization of district was done sometime in april actually you know okay. like it was based on april data right and uh, i think 25th april hmm and the survey started some in the first week of may hmm and during that time uh, some of the district zero zero districts or uh, right. district zero cases hmm they in fact had some cases so they they were actually in a low uh, category right and second thing so the, the bigger issue is uh, what did the findings indicate that uh, the infection was there everywhere hmm. and uh, uh, so this categorization may not be very accurate because it, right. it was primarily based on the number of cases detected right. and many of the low uh, category districts hmm. had uh, the access to facilities was could be one of the issues and right. that's why we could have got this picture right okay and the other thing i wanted to ask you sir is that subsequently after may june there have been zero surveys in other cities so the ones in cities in particular in pune for example or mumbai uh, which have shown very high uh, zero prevalence given that the samples are are very different in the mumbai and pune survey they uh, were looking uh, i mean there was much more focus on high prevalence uh, wards but um, you know given that it's 0.73% in the national survey do you feel that these high numbers in mumbai pune show a big progression of the disease since then or is it does it more is it more likely to show the concentration in urban slums 
Yeah, I mean, I think it. I mean, this high uh, prevalence that was observed in Mumbai and Pune, as you rightly mentioned, mm. was because they did the survey in containment zones or slum population or uh, or in Pune, what they called prabags, high high density. I mean, uh, areas where high number of cases were reported. Right. Not in the entire uh, uh, Pune district or Mumbai city, for that matter. Right. So, whereas this survey uh, included uh, had some uh, urban, some metro cities, some uh, some other districts, some rural areas, some urban areas. Right. So this is uh, this is basically uh, a representative of uh, what was the situation hmm. in early May in, in India uh, that time. Right. Whereas uh, the surveys in Pune and Mumbai primarily tells about uh, the situation. ரிமூவல் had this very unsatisfying answer for why the containment zones were left out see in the zero survey which was the first one and the second one we have a national representative to estimate the burden the burden of, and the sampling is done for that the part that was not included in the publication was the containment zones which are very dynamic they change from day to day they change from week to week and therefore and, and a very small sample size was done in the containment zone and the purpose of that was served by igniting igniting the spirit of zero surveys in those larger cities and that was the purpose of of uh, uh, doing these in the containment zones and that was effectively done and you can see that new delhi has carried out three zero surveys new delhi alone and we have seen it in uh, july june july and also august end and and we are, we are getting the results of 20 22% 27% 33% so that was the purpose and therefore once you estimate a statistical size this will not be accepted in a publication if you add a little bit of uh, data from uh, from a containment zone in that paper now if his argument is that the sample size was too small well there were ways to fix that but also i don't know where this igniting zero surveys part comes in anyway back to my interview with dr murhekar if we see that at that time we were saying that say for every one detected case there were 80 to 130 undetected yes. uh, infections if that was the ratio observed then is there any yes. way to uh, to do a mental exercise to try and think of what the share of missed cases is likely to be now because cases have gone up but testing has also gone up so it seems difficult to yeah so uh, we uh, icmr is now doing the second round of zero survey right and uh, so we will have now one idea as to what is the infection to case uh, ratio uh, currently right as you rightly mentioned the number of cases have gone up and as, as the number of tests also have gone up right so uh, so and therefore we we hope to have uh, detected most of the cases or many of the cases right uh, as against uh, may survey right so uh, just on a related point like yes. the recent survey in chennai yes where we got uh, the issue of 620 right uh, as against 
what we got in all india was 280 pending between one is 280 one is 230 right 130 so in chennai for for example like uh, uh, the testing number, number of tests done is much higher right uh, so for uh, that that may be the reason why for every rt pcr positive there were only 25 infections uh, undetected right right so this survey in the second icmo survey will, will tell us as to what is the infection to case ratio right and then we can make a make an estimate of total number of infections in total right right and so from a health policy perspective it seems like it would be very important information to know about whether most of these missed cases were symptomatic or completely asymptomatic is there a reason that this information could not be captured in the final paper yeah as we mentioned in the paper that yes. we collected information about symptoms only in the previous uh, one month right and uh, so, uh, so like if we this survey may ask into if they had any uh, respiratory illness uh, in in uh, april second round we are we are collecting information about the previous illness in last 6 months okay. beginning of pandemic so I we'll see. be able to uh, find out how many of these infections are asymptomatic and how many of uh, of them are symptomatic in nature right. but again one must uh, uh, keep one point in 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 uh, mind is that many of these infections are mild and therefore uh, may not be really uh, picked up na right so so like asymptomatic infection for example so such right. such uh, in individuals may not be uh, might not have undergone any testing right uh, because our testing was primarily at least in initial part was focused uh, among symptomatic right right and so i wanted to ask you about the uh, derived ifr the infection fatality rate from from this data it it is in line with uh, uh, what other sero surveys are also showing which is uh, a very low figure especially compared to some other countries and i saw the comparison again with the uh, international estimates So, is there any sense of why this might be so? Uh, any pointers as to why we might be seeing particularly low mortality in India from this? Yeah, I mean, uh, we we calculated IFR for all the all the districts which were surveyed. Right. But uh, again, like in in high, uh, I mean, in the stratum with with high number of cases, IFR was comparable to other countries. Uh, right. So again, it means that generally the disease is mild, but in some percentage of cases it is severe. Right. It can lead to higher uh, IFR. The last thing I wanted to ask is that um, you know because it's taken a few months for the full paper to come out, already um, uh, some of the observations are likely to be um, dated in terms of immediate policies. Is it likely that even the second survey will take some time to come out? No, I mean. Uh, The findings of the survey were released by ICMR in right. June. Yes. And then after that, uh, uh, it took some time in writing the full paper and then the review process. Right. I we hope that the next round uh, we will we will as soon as the findings are released, we will publish the paper uh, within a reasonable period of time. A reasonable period of time and better transparency about the data used and that not used. That's my hope for the second survey. I thank Dr. Murhekar for his time. 
Thank you for listening. This episode was edited by Anand Krishnamurthy. On the next episode, a new question.